DanielBritt.com. Hi, and thanks for meeting me like this every week here on XM. You know, you might want to put on a cup of coffee because we've got a great group of artists sitting around the table. We're going to hear some great music and good conversation with the Mark Trammell Trio. And joining me now are Eric Phillips and Dustin Swiftman. Guys, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for inviting us. Eric, you've been with the group since the beginning. Tell us uh, as much as you know about the beginning of the group, how Mark put this this, uh, this trio together, and how many years has that been? Okay, we've been traveling four years now. On my behalf, I was I was traveling with a group called the Melody Masters. I'd been there a year. I seen where Mark had put his resignation letter on Singing News yeah. website. Yeah. Somewhere he was putting together a trio, and I was I was scared to death to try to to call him and and uh just ask questions about being a part because I knew he, where he had been mm. and his experience level and I knew how green that I was. Yeah. So I I was scared to death to call <laughs> and and uh, try to set up a time, but I had given it some thought. So in the meantime, I was talking to a friend of mine, Greg Bentley, who mm-hmm. at the time sang tenor with Squire Parsons. I was just talking to him about it, and he called Mark and said, "Hey, you know, Eric is uh, interested in calling." Are coming down to try out with you guys. You still looking? So Mark told him, "Yeah, tell him to give me a call." So I did. I gave him a call and drove down and tried out. And at the time, it was Joseph Smith singing lead, yeah. and then Mark and, and myself. And as soon as we got around the piano and started singing, it just seemed like it jailed. <laughs> just the we'd never sang together, and it just there was just a a magic there. That's how it started with me. I would rather have Mark tell you his. His experience sure. with uh, where he he felt the calling to leave Gold City and and how he felt like God was calling him into the uh, more of a I, w- I don't want to say ministry minded because all groups are ministry minded but mm. but preaching and singing Mark was called and to I preach several have. years back and that's what he this this would allow him to do more preaching to set up his own schedule to preach and then sing as well. So I was going to ask you about that the the preaching aspect because I know that's an important part of the Mark Trammell trio when you guys travel. Uh, is it pretty much a given that Mark's going to do some preaching? It's not a given. Okay. It's, it is a separate entity. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll be called and he'll be asked to preach at revivals and then we'll be called to just do singing. Okay. And so we'll do just that. If if preaching is what they ask for, then he'll preach. <laughs> and most of the time, what'll happen is like um, if he's asked to preach at a Sunday morning service, we'll sing three or four songs before the the preaching. Service and then Mark will preach. If it's a revival, same thing. We'll we'll sing the song, um, part of the service, 25, 30 minutes. Then Mark will preach. So that's that's how it works when he does preach. And then the concerts that we do are just strictly uh, concerts. Now he may throw something in there sometimes and, <laughs> and preach and give him yeah, a word. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we we kid him a lot and we'll say, oh, we're just gonna tag team preach. You you yeah. share a word, then <laughs> we'll just tag team and go. <laughs> Each of us will share something, but. Now, Eric, you hold a license uh, in law enforcement, right? You still yes, sir. Carry I still a card. have a certification yeah. in uh, Buncombe County. I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina. I was a city police officer in Asheville for two years mm-hmm. um, before I started traveling uh, full-time. And when I moved, I turned in my stuff to where I, I don't work the road anymore, but I qualify and, and try to keep keep up with my sure. online training and mandatory training just to keep my certification. Sure. So. Have you ever had to use that training on the road? Not on the road, thank the Lord. <laughs> well, Dustin Switman, how long have you been with the Mark Trammell Trio? I've time? been with the group since March, going on about six months now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you carry a card of anything? I don't. <laughs> I I just 
I just sing. That's all. I, <laughs> I, uh, is pre- that what you've done all your life? It, it is. Previously, uh, to singing with Mark and Eric, I sang with the Dixie Melody Boys Quartet mm-hmm. out of uh, Kinston, North Carolina. And, of course, before that, uh, some folks like to know what you did before you sang. And uh, I actually worked for the local county government in uh, doing city planning, <laughs> county planning. Uh-huh. I was on the county level. And uh did that for a little while until I got the call to sing, and, of course, I was ready. <laughs> So there's a similarity. I mean, we got one in, in uh, law enforcement, one in some government work, and <laughs> right. then, then you got a preacher in the <laughs> Right, right. Then, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of everything. With the Dixie Melody Boys, Ed O'Neill, uh, I've heard a lot of good things about him, and especially oh. being a great teacher. Very much so. Ed can take uh, someone, uh, just like I, I was, you know, had no idea anything about traveling full time. I'd sing with my family for uh, years before that, and it's it's a totally, totally different thing when you get on the bus and don't come home, you know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when you travel with your family, you get to go out and sing and go home that night. And So Ed, uh, I teach you everything from work ethic to how to tie your tie without breaking your shirt collar. You know, what that's what they call it, the old school quartet men. Yeah. And uh, Ed was a great, uh, great man to work for, uh, very humble man, big heart. And, of course, it was an honor to, to travel with uh, one of gospel music's legendary heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Tell me about Steve Hurst and how does he fit into the Mark Trammell trio? Steve came in January, mm-hmm. first of this year, after Joseph Smith had been with us for about three and a half years left to stay home and be involved with church music. Uh, so he he came to just fill in the spot, the lead singing spot, until we found the right man for the position. So he, he started in January and was here through March singing lead. And when Dustin came, he decided he would stay on and play piano with us as much as he could. Um, he's a barber, so he still has a, a full-time job at home. So he doesn't come with us every weekend. But he's here a good portion of the time. Do you get free haircuts? No. No. <laughs> no, no. He hadn't brought his tools on, on the road yet. <laughs> but he uh, he travels with us quite a bit and, and plays, and he'll sing a couple. Now, as if Mark Trammell wasn't enough of a teacher to have on the bus, I'm sure Steve, because he has the school of mm-hmm. music, right? I mm-hmm. mean, uh, do you ever get some pointers from him? All the time. All yeah. the time. He's... He's a joy to have on the road to give you those pointers vocally. Yeah, yeah. My favorite my favorite line from Steve is, oh, you've done such a great job, but but now this is what we need to work on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good he kind of he right. approaches it in that he, Exactly. Uh, he makes you feel good about it. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh, being a trio, and uh, and you, uh, Dustin, came from a quartet background. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and tell me what group you were with again before this. Melody Masters. Melody Masters, that's quartet. Quartet. Okay, now you're in a trio. You ever find yourself kind of... Feeling there's a void on the stage, you miss the bass part, the uh, that fourth part. Not necessarily. Something unique about a trio, just as there is something unique. There about is the different quartet. harmony, mm-hmm. or maybe not different harmony, but yeah. it's just without that bass singer. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, have you had to arrange music a little bit differently to kind of do some different things? I guess our trio, being that all three of us came from a quartet background, we still primarily sing like we're in a quartet. Yeah. Uh, just without, just like Eric said, just without the fourth part and the foundation uh, on the lower end. Of course, sometimes I, I do miss, we'll hit a big high end on a song like The Glory Road, and I, yeah. I do miss that big old roll down, you know, yeah. slide down. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's something to get used to. and and uh, But, no, we don't really have to change much. And Dustin, how old are you? 23. 23 and 27. Eric, 27. Um, 
And if Mark were here, we could all pick on him on how old he is. Forty-seven. <laughs> Forty-seven years old. Yes. <laughs> Do you know if it was uh, it was intentional that he went after young guys to to fill out the group? I don't think it was intentional. I, I don't think so. I think he had a, a lot of tryouts and picked from what he what he heard, I guess. And he brings a lot of the traditional background of quartet mm-hmm. singing mm-hmm. to to right. the group. Does he ever have to kind of? Rain you guys in, or are you all pretty much in the same mindset of the sound of Mark Trammell Trio? Or do some of you have you kind of branch this way, one of you branches this way, and then you kind of uh, come believe, to a consensus? I believe we're pretty much in the same mindset. Oh yeah, of the mm-hmm. Southern Gospel sound. What's the latest project that you guys have recorded? The latest project is called Journey Thus Far. It's a compilation of ten songs, older songs that the people we sing to every night just requested throughout the past few years. Some of our favorites that we decided to put on this project. What's some of your favorites in particular? I tell you that one of my favorite songs that's not because I sing it is the song Glory Road. Yeah. Uh, the Kingsman introduced that song in the 70s and my dad actually sang with the Kingsman some of the years that that song mm-hmm. was, was real popular. And it's just fun for me to be able to sing a song like that and that my dad sang a long time ago and it's just one of those good grooving songs yeah. with a high you know ending it's just fun to sing I enjoy that song another old, old Kingsman tune we do on there is Walking with Jesus mm-hmm. and it's, it's got a nice uh, groove to it and just gets the crowd into it and everything with you and I, I, I enjoy all of them those yeah. are two that come yeah. to mind Dustin has some favorites tell me about Just a Little Closer Home that your dad wrote Just a Little Closer Home uh, this this album is, is, a, is just like Eric says a compilation of the songs that people have requested but ironically most of the songs on here have some tie to each group member yeah uh and one that eric was talking about was a song that my dad wrote called just a little closer home and eric's dad recorded on the first project he did with the kingsman so it's a joy to get to sing that every night and i guess one of my favorite is get to hear mark do uh, an old cathedral's classic master, master builder, builder. Yeah. yeah yeah he's doing that again of course has that signature Mark Trammell tone and that sound on it, of course. <laughs> and Steve, Steve does a do a little medley of something about that name and in the garden. Mm-hmm. I enjoy listening to him sing on the in the mm-hmm. garden. We, we do a a fourth a four part harmony. They're not necessarily bass, yeah, uh, but just four part harmony on the in the garden. Something about that name medley. It's a lot of fun. Do you find that when you uh, and you can't go wrong singing these old favorites, but when you're on stage, you ever find that some people are new to these songs and they they kind of come to you and say, wait a minute. Never heard that before. Is that a new song? You say no, no, no. It's, it's been recorded, especially with young kids. I mean, you ever find the ones that to be like, true? Uh, just a little closer home, yeah. uh, definitely. But but most of them, people recognize it. Like a Hallelujah, I'm going home. Yeah. That the Goodmans mm-hmm. yeah. used to do. Um, had it not been. Had it not been. So it, Goodmans. It was one of the Goodmans uh-huh. wrote Rusty several Goodman. years ago. Yeah. Uh, so most people recognize the songs, except for maybe just a little closer home that was on the old Kingsman album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do an old uh, Imperial song. Yeah, that, that, that Jack that's Hess one of, recorded. Not a lot of people, and a lot of people don't recognize it because it, during that they recorded it, and uh, it was in the mid to late 1960s, mm-hmm. and it, for that time it was even uh, considered a contemporary sound. Uh, I was going to ask you guys this, and, we'll, and then we'll move over to Mark. Eric, do you, um, when you're not singing, when you're when you're at home? By the way, where is home for you? Gadsden, Alabama. Alabama. Is that where the group's based from? Yes, no? sir. Okay. Uh, do you go to the shooting range and fire off some rounds, or what do you do for fun? I enjoy doing that, but it's so expensive I don't. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm married. I've been married three years. I have a two-year-old baby girl. Yeah. And I enjoy just spending time with them. I bet. We'll go. I enjoy fitness, physical fitness stuff. So we'll go to the Gold's Gym yeah. there in Rainbow City. As a family? As a family. <laughs> and Carly will go play. Go play at the gym. Yeah. Go down the slides and, and play in the balls. And Lauren will walk on the treadmills and I'll walk with her some and lift some weights. So. Do you find that helps you uh, in keeping your, your voice I, in good shape? I personally think it I think I've it heard does. that. Just from a fitness standpoint, with breath control and breathing, hmm. I think it is a, I would say a huge help because there's sure. so many people that don't are not fit yeah. and sing great. Yeah. But for me personally, I feel better exercising. He's and talking about me. Fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dustin, what do you do? Uh, and are you in Gaston as well? Yes, uh, I am. And uh, Eric most of the time can drag me to the gym <laughs> every morning we go. But uh, I. Oddly enough, most I don't guess most guys like to do this, but I actually like to go shopping, mm-hmm. go walk through the malls and things yeah. like that. And, uh, of course, I'll be getting married here in about three weeks, so I've been trying to – everything's in preparation right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much what's on my plate. And you talk about teachers on the bus. I'm sure Mark has got some great pointers for you in the marriage department as well as Eric. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're going to get the tips. Right, the right. <laughs> Well, Mark, um, we're so glad that you're able to join us as well. I did want to talk to you about um, about some of your previous work with the cathedrals, with Gold City, even with Greater Vision. Um, Eric gave me a good rundown on the history of the Mark Trammell Trio. Um, he said, of course, you would have a totally different version of the story because uh, you were the ones making the calls and putting it together. How did that idea come about in, uh, in the final days of your time with Gold City? Well, about 14, let's see, how long has it been? Sixteen years ago, I surrendered to uh, the area of evangelism, ministry area of evangelism in my, in my life, preaching. And um, uh, that started, and I uh, had some real good advice as to allowing God to formulate that and allow me to grow in the area, uh, in that area of ministry in my life. And uh, so I did. I took the, the low road instead of the high road and, and allowed God to open those doors instead of me trying to push them open. Um, and the result of that was, after being with Gold City for eight and a half years, uh, I just got up one morning and realized, that, like the Holy Spirit of God speaking to me, your work here is finished. And what is next for you is what I've been preparing you for all this time. And I didn't realize it, but not only was it to have a full-time music ministry as we have with the trio, but also to, to uh, deliver the preached word as well as singing the Word of God. Um, And God has blessed that. We've seen over 100 people saved in the last four years, and we give God the glory for that. In our meetings, we've done some, uh, we've done some four day meetings. We've done, um, uh, different one day events where we go in a full Sunday schedule and in the morning we'll sing and I'll, uh, bring a message and then that night we'll have a concert. Uh, we've done different variations of all of those things and, uh, God has honored it and still continues to. We have more coming up this year, uh, mm-hmm. just like that. So knowing that in my heart, that was, I guess, the thing that the springboard that caused me to realize I cannot do what God's challenged me to do and stay here with Gold City. So I knew that I had to move on. And all of these things began to take place. And God began to show us, literally show us uh, 
we could see it with our physical eyes, uh, the things as they came into place and into play in our lives. Eric being one of those uh, first ingredients. Mm-hmm. He's been here since day one. Uh, the first time we sang together, he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but God began to show us his hand moving, and he is still doing the very same thing. He literally has provided every every need that we've had up to this point. And it's all about a growth process, not only for these men to grow and to develop uh, their craft as uh, singers and ministers, but it's been a growth process for me to know how to give direction to these men. I'd never done that before. Sure, sure. Uh, so it's been a growth process for me as well. Uh, I can just be real honest with you, and they can tell you the straight-up truth. There's days when I'm pretty good at giving direction, and there's days <laughs> when I'm horrible at it. Um, so I, I'm growing right along with them, only in another area, that's all. But God has continued to bless this process. Four years later, we're a part of things that I, we never dreamed we'd be a part of. We wow. sat down one day... Uh, a couple of years ago and wrote down some things that we wanted to see happen in our lives uh, in the short range future and the long range future. And uh, I, I'd like to get that book out now and see how many of those things have already come to pass and how many of those things are facing us in the near future that were actually long range plans. But God continues to be faithful. And we hear people all the time say, God called me to do this. I mean, who are we to judge whether or not God really did? But when you really know God's call, God has called you to do something, find like with this group that it's just been, you haven't had to work as hard. It's, it's just kind of all this stuff has happened. Well, I, I think we've had to work as hard as anyone else has, but the reality is it's been a walk of faith, not that we're any better than anyone else. Mm. But uh, a great old preacher told me one time, well, right before we were to begin this ministry, the first weekend out, actually, uh, he told me, he said, you know, God's work done God's way receives God's supply. Yeah. If you go yeah. do his work his way, you don't have to pay the bill. He will. And being, uh, forgive me for saying this, but but being gro- growing up in the South, being a Baptist minister's son, uh, having that works-oriented mindset mm-hmm. from a religious standpoint, uh, I thought, you know, this can't work this way because I've got, I've got to be worthy of this. I've yeah. got to be worthy of these things that are coming in before I feel comfortable th- having them around us. Mm-hmm. And man, God has wore me out about that. <laughs> I'm not worthy of anything but hell. Yeah. That's all I'm worthy of. But I have the blood of Jesus applied to the sin dead in my life. I have a living, walking, breathing relationship with a holy, sovereign God. I have a big brother by the name of Jesus that decided that I didn't have to spend eternity in hell. I have all of these pinpoint things in my life that I can look at immediately, and I can say, this is why these things are taking place. Because I was set aside. We as a ministry have been set aside to do God's work. Now, are we perfect from point A to point Z? Why, no. And neither is any other ministry. Mm -hmm. But as long as we strive, and I've seen it, as long as we strive to do what God has called us to, as long as our heart is bent toward Him and trying to remain pure before God in what we're doing, God continues to open doors that we didn't dream would open for a new group in the 21st century. When someone calls you to, to do a preaching weekend or a conference, uh, do they usually give you a scripture verse or a topic, or do they just say, 
bring whatever you need. There have been only a couple of situations when they've called and said, we want you to do what you want to do, but at some point in the time that you're here, we want you to give your testimony, how you grew up in a religious background and were saved after being religious and walking the aisle and shaking the preacher's hand and filling out the card. And a number of years later, you actually met the Lord Jesus as Savior mm. on a golf course in Oklahoma City. They ask for us to do that yeah. at certain times. And when we do, we have seen results. Uh, right. God has used that uh, to make people realize that it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Yeah. When you set out to start the, the new group, uh, did you have in mind at the beginning a trio Nothing but a trio. It's going to be a trio. Or did you say, going to put together some guys, whatever it comes out to be, it'll be a quartet, a trio? I had in mind a trio at that point primarily because uh, quartet music four years ago, oddly enough, quartet music has always been what it is. Mm -hmm. But to get a music-oriented group in the church, quote-unquote, the easiest route was trio because if you take a quote-unquote quartet Mm -hmm. into the church – they think they're getting one particular brand of music. Yeah, yeah. While that's not true, that's still the way they've been yeah. thinking in the last few years. Gotcha. But the trio, from one standpoint, from an economic standpoint, was a better route to go. Um, I wanted these men to be able to exist, mm-hmm. to be able to live. I wanted to, uh, to be able to provide for their needs mm-hmm. in the growing processes. And, uh, of course, not having five or six salaries... Right. Uh, Caused that to happen. But now uh, there are other people on the bus, and God has allowed us to grow a step at a time. Uh, I told a friend of mine the other day that it's like building a house. Some days uh, you get the mortar mixed, and you get one brick in place, (laughs) and then the rains come, and that's all you get done for that day. And the next day you get a whole wall up. So that's the way this ministry has been as far as the building process. It's been a great process. I mean, I've listened to the music from the beginning till today, and it's, uh, it's, it's been cool. You have a great lineup on your resume, Cathedrals, Greater Vision, and um, Gold City, just to name the three that come to my mind. Start from the beginning with your history in gospel music. What was the first, first group? You, you, really, you really don't have time to do that. <laughs> uh, and, and how old were you when you first? When I was 15 years old, I went to, of course, I, as a young teenager, I was around uh, two or three regional groups there in mm-hmm. Arkansas where I grew up. But at 15, I went with a group called the Senators Quartet out of Memphis, Tennessee. And that was the first, uh, quote, unquote, professional singing job mm-hmm. that I had at the ripe old age of 15 and was there until 17 years old, finished high school uh, at the request of my parents, come home, finish school. And even then, my brother was singing with the Florida boys at that time back really? in the late 70s. And if they were close enough by, I was on the bus with them playing yeah. the guitar for the weekend yeah. and giving yeah. less a break. Uh, but uh, as far as... Uh, Leaving school, going right back into music, I did that. And uh, the first big job out of school was in 78 uh, when I went to the Kingsman, uh, 30 years, almost 30 years ago now. Um, And that's where I was involved with uh, Eric's dad, Ernie Phillips. Right, right. And went from there to uh, the Cathedral Quartet in 1980. It was there through 1990, almost 11 years with them, and uh, moved to Morristown, Tennessee, um, 
And Gerald Wolf and I started a trio called Greater Vision in December of 1990. And uh, I was there for three years before moving back to the south, back to Alabama. Uh, that's where my wife's from. And uh, we moved back that direction. And that's when the big reason I went to that particular group is because my wife's folks are not any younger. They needed yeah. more help. It was a shorter drive for her. I was still able to sing as well as allow the evangelistic side of my ministry to begin to grow because that was about the time that all of this took place in my life. So Gold City wasn't singing every Sunday during uh, those years. So it gave me opportunity to start the evangelistic side of my ministry. And uh, as we know it today, uh, I was there with Gold City for eight and a half years before... Uh, we started this ministry four years ago. If it isn't enough that God called you to do this, you've certainly got the uh, the knowledge and the experience through all of those groups. I mean, who else has a resume like that? Well, uh, the honest truth is uh, I just can't keep a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, you have an act for honesty. <laughs> hey, um, before we let you guys go, tell me again the name of the new project. Our latest project is called Journey Thus Far, and uh, it is a... Uh, Strictly, we did it for uh, a a table project to have the new faces, the new group Mm -hmm. on the road with us before our major day win project comes out in uh, the winter Mm -hmm. of 07. And uh, it was so funny because we had just been trying to pay attention to the people uh, for the last, no, a couple of three years anyway, actively, a couple of years. and what they would like for us to do if we recorded a song that had some of their favorite old songs, or a right. project that had some of their favorite old songs on it. And this project wound up being that, along with a few of the things that we just wanted to do because we liked the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin's dad, Gerald Sweatman, a great mm-hmm. songwriter in our industry, uh, we recorded a song that his dad wrote and that Eric's dad sang on the first Kingsman album. Yeah. Uh, just a little closer home. Yeah. And so uh, we wanted to do that one, and the people just love it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just, it's that project is full of those kinds of things. We re-recorded Master Builder that I did uh, mm-hmm. almost uh, 20 years ago now uh, with the cathedrals. Uh, people had been asking for that. When are you going to redo Master yeah, Builder? Yeah, yeah. And so we did it. Uh, we it, talked about the Goodman song. Yes, oh, and, yes. Uh, and Glory Road. Yes. What, what's one of your particular favorites on the album? Well, I'm I'm kind of partial to uh, the in the garden medley yeah. uh, that we did because it With Steve. Also, yes because it also has something about that name involved in that medley and mm-hmm. and every night for I don't know five or six years of my. Over 10 years with the cathedrals, we would open with that particular song. So it, it has great memory to me as a, a precious memory, as well as um, uh, the fact that it is a ministry-oriented song. You can walk in and sing that song anywhere. You can sing that medley anywhere, and you yeah. can see the countenance of the people change immediately. They realize, you know, the pressure of the world. We can leave at the door, and we can come in, and we can worship God for who he truly is. And the cares of the world and the stress of the world seems to, the level seems to drop. And they're reminded that no, none of us are in total control. We're just stewards of what God's allowed us to have. It's real freedom in that knowledge. Absolutely. I just thought of something. Let's go back a minute, back to your resume. Um, producing. You've done a lot of production, haven't you? Uh, Quite a bit over the last few years. Yes. I enjoy that. Do you have any number you can give us off the top of your head? How many, how many albums you've produced? Oh my. No. 
It's uh, it's over 30 at this point, I know, with everything that I've been involved in. Um, but no, I don't know exactly how many. Tell me about um, Subway. Subway, every day at lunchtime. And <laughs> uh, Are you a man of habit? Or are you in Gads and Alamo, well, listen, I, <laughs> I should have been a Methodist, not a Baptist. Um <laughs> uh, once in a while, we'll we'll get off the beaten path and we'll go to Chick Fil A. But yeah, uh, yeah. and Mr. Kathy can thank me later for that one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, it, it's so strange because we have uh, we've both been trying to eat healthier, right? Uh, and that's my wife's version in our town. That's my wife's version of eating healthier is going to Subway every day for lunch. Yeah. So most of the time, that's where you'll find us between one and two in Gadsden, Alabama. <laughs> Are you, do you are open to signing autographs at Subway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> you can sign I, a sub rapper. It's so funny because between one and two, when you've done it, as long as we've done it, there are certain yeah. doctors from Riverview that, that we know now by yeah. first name basis. <laughs> and the folks who own the Honda dealership in town, they are always there the same time we are. So it's it's a standing joke now. If if we're missing or if they're missing, then the following day, we want a report. Where have you been? Yeah, that's right. Right. And if we ever uh, have any breaking news in the uh, Mark Tremble Trio department will probably attribute it to the fact that Subway closed down. In That's town. exactly right. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, how can we stay in touch with you um, and, and find out how many subs you're on this month? <laughs> you have a website we can go to? Absolutely. It's www.marktrammelministries.com and let me spell it for you. M A R K T R A M M E L L M I N I S T R I E S. Two M's and two L's. Dot com. A lot of folks go on it and they'll use one M or one L and they won't get there. So uh, uh, if you have AOL, sometimes they'll help you fi- figure it out and find sure, it out. So, sure. Or you can go to Google and they can find us. We certainly appreciate the time you've taken uh, to spend uh, this time Our with pleasure. us. Our pleasure. Thank uh, you. Let's do it again soon. All right.